this week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. I'm going to spoil something for you. Okay. okay. It's going to be an encounter. <laughs> what? Caught red-handed. Well, well, well. <laughs> what do we have here? The heroes spring into action. Time to pay the ferryman, you wretched son of a bitch. <laughs> but Troy... I am going to actively try to kill all four of you. Will not... Oh, I knew it! I can feel it coming! Go down. Bring him down! Bring him down! Bring him down! Without a fight. Die! The adventure continues. Baron, couple more uh, self-buffing spells? <laughs> right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 148 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. You know who this is? <laughs> it's me, Skid Mar. I got so much stuff to cover this week, so much cool stuff going on in GCP land. First of all, I'm sure that Troy is still recovering from the great time he surely had at the GCP Mid-Atlantic last weekend. I can't wait to hear all about that. And don't forget, GCP Midwest is happening Saturday, April 7th in Roselle, Illinois, for those of you in that area. That's very exciting. And Troy and I are coming out to PAX East next week, Friday and Saturday, April 6th and 7th. And not only that, we are having a meetup Friday night at City Tap House right by the Boston Convention Center from 5 p.m. until question mark. And last week, we released our fifth episode of Raiders of the Lost Continent, our Ruins of Aslan podcast. Uh, we released five in a row without a break, and uh, as we said we would do, and now we're going to take a short break while we get some more episodes in the can. Uh, so a little short break from weekly releases, but we will be back with another five in a row next month. And also, I just want to say that uh, we're having such a blast, a blast playing Starfinder, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear it it has been so much fun <laughs> and honestly i can't wait to play again and record again and also finally i wanted to announce that i am a member of a new podcast the pages to pictures podcast in which uh me uh my friend andy schmidt uh who was former editor at marvel comics and idw and uh, former brand manager at hasbro and my friend James Janowski, a screenwriter, screenwriting teacher, uh, in which we uh, analyze movies that were adapted from the page. So mostly comic book movies, but um, novels turned into movies, all that stuff. We talk about, uh, we're going to talk about Black Panther. That was a fun discussion. Uh, talk about a fantastic book and movie uh, called uh, I Kill Giants. Uh, looking forward to having a probably knock down drag out fist fight over ready player one in a couple of weeks so we're having a great time with that and that is that's really fun uh please uh check it out look it up subscribe pages to pictures and i can't wait to do more of those hopefully you guys check that out too but let's not waste any more of your time let's get right into episode 148 brewer discretion advised of all the locations on this map of all of them and there are a lot you had to pick the brewery 
Oh, yeah. Had to pick the brewery. This is your home turf. This is my home turf. All Um, the gin joints in all the world. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me everyone's levels again. Not that it'll matter in about 25 minutes. (laughs) Nine? Nine. Nine, nine. Thirteen. Ten. I took another three levels in Inquisitor, if that's okay. (laughs) And Lord's still eight. Eight. That's correct. Cat Benatar, also eight. Also eight. Very, very, very interesting. I'm going to spoil something for you. Okay. okay. It's going to be an encounter. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no. And uh, I haven't really got to play a, a bad guy in a while. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, you you went to the silo, and I was like, awesome. I'm you literally just played Skier Kotler. I did, but I mean play, like, roll. <laughs> R-O-L-L play. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was. I, don't mean, get me well, wrong. I enjoyed Skier Kotler last week. But, uh, well, you took a couple of shots. I took a couple of shots with the bear. And, I thought, oh, the bear the, might get some and kills. The, the Frost Giant that we charmed. Frost Giant got one good lick off uh, of Baron, Baron. But, like, I'm excited for a combat that you guys aren't just going to sneak your way out of. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to sneak our way out? No. Uh, I am going to actively try to kill all four of you. Okay. And As I'm opposed not, to all the other times. I'm not even exaggerating. Like, I'm really going to come at you hard, and I want to see how you can defend yourself. We can. Uh, that's this gonna be is rough. a very... Very difficult encounter. Jeez, okay. oh, right, you so, are so out of your league. Everyone uh, holds their action until uh, Pembroke casts teleport on us. Perfect. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you already cast it twice. He has none left. I that's didn't at all. That's not true at all. Wait, did you cast flew it? Flew back. Oh, you flew back. back. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just Cat Benatar is going to die all by herself. Yeah, yeah. Cat Benatar. That's right. You can only take three of you. Cat, stay. Uh, <laughs> Forever. All right, so. <laughs> In the ground. <laughs> you see water piling up on the floor. Probably beer or wort, which is what it becomes. Forget it. Shut up. You guys aren't interested. Uh, not interested. It's before you had the hops. Okay. okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> so it starts piling up on the floor. You notice that the door is open. Baron and Pembroke are standing between two of the vats on the catwalk walk, walking towards the middle of the room. Uh, on the catwalk along the west wall, to your right is your stairs, to your left is the doors to the small chamber, is Lork, in, well, actually in this order, Cat Benatar, Lork, and then Feyraza. On the south side of the room, a frost giant flies. Uh-huh. What? What? No way. About 20 feet away, facing Baron and Pembroke. So it goes flying frost giant. No, they can't fly. Is it Sam Adams himself? (laughs) Sam Adams himself. (laughs) Flying frost giant, one beer vat, Pembroke and Baron. And he looks like this. Whoa. And that is the actual Uh miniature for him. Is this the druid? Is this the the frost giant druid? Druid? Who is this dude? That's a good... He looks at you, and he's got, like... He's covered in, like... Skin? Pustules. Skin. Yeah, kind of like pustules. like carbuncles. He's, boils? like, really... Uh, boils and carbuncles. He oh, looks like, really... Uh, sores and boils. Yeah, like, maybe he's hurt himself from working in the brewery for like, so long. Uh, Baron Harkonnen and Dune. Yes, yes, he's gross. He's as gross looking as that, but he's very, very imposing. He's got this helm with the two big horns, a long bluish white beard, and he just looks at you guys. He's got uh, a wand in one hand, and he's got a huge spear in the other one. Oh boy! And he's just like, uh, well, well, well. 
<laughs> what do we have here? No one who speaks German could be an evil man. <laughs> <laughs> I keep the doors locked to my brewery to keep out the giants. Never did I think slaves would get in. Possibly wait, Russian. Wait. <laughs> you do not look like slaves. I do. No, you. <laughs> he looks like Ethan Cohen. <laughs> but the rest of you, you are not slaves, no. You are perhaps infiltrators to scare God. Oh, the Hirsir will hear of this when I dispose of you. And Her Majesty shall hear as well and promote me, perhaps even to King. Die! <laughs> Roll for initiative. Oh, whoa. Oh, oh baby! no. Oh, this oh, guy. We're, we're busted. Yes. We're so, oh, oh Baron got it. <laughs> Baron, oh, Baron got it. Natural 20. I saw the die light up. Oh, light up die. <laughs> light nice. up die. Lork, what'd you get? Natural one. <laughs> Perfect. That's uh, that's a gentleman's 13. That's an elf's 13. An elf's 13. Okay. So out of character. Uh, Baron, I, I saw you jumping for joy over there. 33. 33. Oh, boy. Feyraza? 23. Okay. What's your uh, initiative modifier? Plus eight. Plus eight? Okay. And Pembroke? Uh, I got a six. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, Baron, round one. This dude looks pissed. Did I mention he's flying? <laughs> you did. <laughs> Can I do a free action to determine whether or not he is emanating any sort of cold, like the toads we saw earlier? Think about uh, trying to enact a swift judgment. Yeah, roll a uh, perception check. Uh, that is a 29. You don't get that sense. I do not get that sense. All right. So, to begin with... What are you going to do, dude? Swift judgment. Call down from Torag himself. Uh Uh-huh. A judgment of sacred protection plus one to raise my AC. Uh Uh-huh. Then, standard action. Going to cast... I'm guessing, because I can't do this, but the dude did have a Russian and or German accent, so I'm going to cast... Yes, I was going back and forth. Protection from evil upon myself. Protection from accents. (laughs) <laughs> yes, on myself. Uh, that's why I have the Texas accent. All right, so you go protection from evil. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm going to move 20 feet towards my group. All right, so you move back towards the party. Where are you going? Leaving Pembroke. Uh, all right, so you move 20 feet. You're about 10 feet away from Pembroke because you uh, were... No, like five feet away. Okay, five feet away. All right, don't move Pembroke. <laughs> no, he was, uh, he was a cracked eye. All right, Feyraza. You see Baron just touch himself. <laughs> and like Michael run, Jackson. And then run towards him. Um, uh, <laughs> it's so tricky. I got to choose. Okay. Uh, she's going she's gonna to cross over towards Baron. Okay. And Pembroke and stand between them. All right. So you walk all the way over to them. Yeah. Okay. And then she's going to touch them both and uh, actually myself as well. And I'm going to ca- cast Spider Climb Communal. <gasps> oh. Spider Climb Communal. Wow. Very cool. Very okay. cool. Okay. Uh, I think that's pretty uh, evident what that is. <laughs> um, all right. My guy's turn. <laughs> he swoops. Wait, he rolled better than a natural one? He did. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, rolled better than a natural one. He swoops around and attempts to bull rush Feyraza into the vat. Oh. What? 
Natty 18. <laughs> you just fell in the beer. Right, I don't get any reflex save to stop myself. I have spider climb active. The way Bull Rush works is he has he has improved Bull Rush. So normally it would provoke an attack of opportunity. In this case, it doesn't. Uh-huh. It just hits you and you go into the vat. Uh, <laughs> couple you, things. You need to have happen. a better CMD, Matthew. That's what yes, you need. Yes. <laughs> what, what was the uh, the total roll was uh, ninety two forty six. I'll tell you, it was uh, forty one. <laughs> that does overcome my CMD. I also think having a better CMD doesn't stop that. <laughs> no, no, certainly not. It would actually knock you back even further. But he's coming down at an angle to specifically knock you into the brew. All right. Couple things are legitimately going to happen. Uh, first things first. I'm the realist. <laughs> Drop it down and let the whole world feel this. <laughs> Grant. You take 10d6 points of fire damage. Oh my god. Just Holy from the water? Shit. From being from the, in the, brew? the boiling oh, water. Oh. Yeah, it's brutal. Wow. Wow. That's the first it's thing. Boiling, Wait, can we falling take in boiling water. Ugh. Oh boy! All right, nine. Uh, I can do this all like that. Let's take it back and I'll, let me change the revise and say, just go after Grant. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't lived long enough, Matthew. You fall in the vat and immediately take thirty-seven points of damage. Oh, oh, oh my god. god! And you are boiling alive oh, in no. this. <laughs> you are also. In danger of drowning. And in, you're like, you're going to have to swim in this. Uh, well, you know what boiling does is it also removes the effects of spider climb immediately. <laughs> that's what, I have, that's that what I have here. Uh, <laughs> I think, little known fact. Matthew, don't worry. You'll surely boil to death before you drown. Right. <laughs> I was hoping. We'll see. This is, I was hoping I could go to like frog mode, and then I could swim and not realize it was. Oh, I love frog legs. I'd love to have some. Thirty-seven points of damage, and now he is just. Uh, uh, you know, he, he moved. He moved at an angle and came around, so he's just kind of hovering there uh, near Baron and Pembroke. Wow. So he flew? He, like, flew across yeah, and knocked around? Yeah, he kind of swooped around. And, and Pembroke, you cast Mirror Image last... Uh, I did. ...guess game before you moved in. What? Yes. Uh, how many images did you I roll? I rolled... I just rolled. It was seven. Seven images. Seven images. Good Lord. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, it was much easier on roll 20 to make the seven images. <laughs> you just <laughs> kind of <laughs> randomly throw them all there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Lork slash Cat Benatar. Lork is going to take... Uh, he's got a clean shot at this giant. Um, he's going to deadly aim rapid shot and take three consecutive shots at the oh, giant. Oh, wow. Okay. Three arrows. Uh, yep, definitely a clean shot. Favorite enemy, right? And against favorite enemy. So, Woo. man, this would be nice. This would be nice. Probably Let's see what you got. Pretty high. Uh, so it's a 22 to hit. That is a miss. And then uh, on his second shot Ugh. is a 32 to hit. That will be a hit. Nice. And he does 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. All right. There we go. There we go. Third shot is a 28 to hit. That is a hit as well. Nice. And he does 24 points of damage. Oh. All right. Who is this guy? Wow. I, I, he hasn't had a chance to bust this out yet. Wow. Favorite enemy, uh, Giant's Bane Longbow from... I was uh, not expecting that. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, Pembroke's turn. All Uh, seven of you. 
Pembroke is going to uh, walk, hustle back um, to the rest of the group and begin casting Summon Monster 5. Ah, you're going to summon an octopus oh. in the bat? Yes. Oh. To strangle for uh, <laughs> a, 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 a beer-loving... Uh, <laughs> Uh, fire octopus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you move back, like making your way almost towards the stairs. I want to see artwork of the beer-loving fire <laughs> octopus behind Cat Benatar and uh, begin summoning Summon Monster 5. All right, round two. Not too bad, unless you're Feyraza. Uh, Baron, couple more uh, self-buffing spells? <laughs> you might be down to hit point. You want to do a cure mod? <laughs> We're having a good time. We're having fun. <laughs> what do you got, Grant? Um, Baron is going to take a. Oh, I see where he is right now. Uh, Baron is going to because he's within twenty feet of me. Mm-hmm. Baron's actually going to drop the giant bane heavy crossbow. Ah, yes, into the vat. Yes, into the vat. Never to be seen. He's going to pull <laughs> quick draw out Della. Oh, then he is going. She was in your. Yep. That you remember my pistols That's now. Right, right. <laughs> That's what this combat needs. <laughs> hey, you haven't drawn this gun in so long. <laughs> and he is going to uh, rapid shot and up close and deadly. Oh, this guy. Question Seems like for forever yeah. since we've had. This he moment. is within reach of you. Do you want to take the attack of opportunities, or do, you, or do you want to see if there's a way you can move? Yes, he is flying, but can I take a five foot step diagonally and still be within twenty feet? Uh, yeah, you're definitely within 20 feet, but he's Does got 10 feet of reach. That doesn't give me out? Is there any five-foot step I can take to avoid the attack of He's hovering in the air, too. So. Yeah, he's hovering in the air, but he's down uh, level with the, the vats. Uh, yeah, I think you're, you're going to So he stuck. has what? What is he wielding? A, sh- uh, a spear. Oh, a spear. Yeah. So does he have 15 feet of reach? Is it like a long spear? I didn't or? think about that. Uh, he might be too close to take This just says 10 feet of reach. Okay. With his five feet of natural reach. If I'm not mistaken, five with ten feet of reach, he would he would be able to hit you in any way. Anyway, I could go. five foot step because this five foot step back, you fall off the catwalk. You would be safe from his spear, though. Yeah, I, you I, could jump off the catwalk, or but then if, I won't have the range. If for you right. take a five foot step to the right, I'll be able to bull rush you into that vat next round. Just throwing out the options. <laughs> I want you to know what your options are. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a, a five foot step away from the vat, so hopefully I don't end up boiling as well. Um, gonna fire, fire, fire! Right. Rapid shot. Let up. me get off my spear attack first. Sure, I, I just love rolling. <laughs> uh, all right, that's gonna be uh, jeepers a thirty-four to hit. That hits. Okay, so you glad get, I casted protection for me. You get uh, twenty-two points of damage from that spear. Stabs it. Skewered. All right. Skewered. Roll one. Up okay. close and deadly. Oh, boy. Here we go. And remember, this has been the magically enhanced Ella, which has Giant's Bane. Giant's Bane. That is going to probably be a hit against Touch AC with a Come 24, on, baby. On, oh, That'll boy. do it. Yeah. 24. Yeah, All right. Big hits. Big hits. Yes. Here every, we go. Every. All right. So far. That is a total of 20, but I'm adding another 2d6 on top of that for a total of Ugh. 23 points of damage. Not too shabby. And then I'm adding another 2d6 of up close and deadly. Ooh, yeah. For 33 points of damage. Nice. So it was 33 altogether? 33 yes. total. Okay. Second attack is a miss with a 15 more than likely. 
against uh, Touch AC. Against Touch. It might still be a hit, dude. It's you know what? That's going to be a hit. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, nice. All right. So that will be, allow me to add up, 18 was... Damn. 34 points of damage. Holy moly. All right. Two good points gone uh, for the final grip point. Well, I I have four grip points now, so I will be with one grip point left. I'm going to go up close and deadly for my final shot. Ooh, that is a 15 against Touch AC. That is another hit. For a total of max damage on the damage I... Wow. Thirty-eight points of damage. Just, just single-handedly do like hundred and twelve points of damage in a round. That was that was a lot of damage. That was a lot. Oh of damage, my man. god! No, though our presence is no longer a secret. This is true. Well, <laughs> gunshots have now rang out in I, this part of camp. I should have put an oil of silence on there, but I was thinking I was getting a crossbow shot off first. And this guy's so deadly. Oh yeah. yeah! No, no question. Yeah, yeah. No question. Hey, you know what? Hopefully, it's going to happen at some point. Hopefully, he closed the doors on the way in. A hundred and whatever points of damage in one single round. Whew. Bad A. All right. Anything else you want to do, Ben? How about that four shot? Just take another one. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on that. Give I'm yourself going. a minus five. Take another one. <laughs> I'm working on that. Uh, all right. All right. All right, Baron. Uh, <laughs> it is Feyraz's turn. So you take this 10d6 damage every single round. Now, the question is, you took it on his round, so I would assume you would take it again on his round. Um, so here's the issue right now. may not be an issue for your druid, but you need to uh, succeed at a DC-10 swim check to okay. grab the rim, and then a DC-10 climb check in order to climb out. I have spider climb, so I pass the climb check. So that's guaranteed. So I have climb a, climb, have a climb speed. Okay, so if you can succeed a DC 10 swim check, you can grab the rim. Uh, bottle cap? I have a plus five swim, so I have to roll five or better. Natural 18. There you go. All right, so you nice. grab the rim. That's a will to live. And you climb out. Uh, that was a swim check. So I, I, I stay afloat, grab the rim, climb out onto the catwalk? Uh, onto the catwalk, yes. So I would say climb was your move action. A swim was... I mean, it's tricky because the swim check is just not to sink, right? In this case, it's to stay to stay above the water. Uh, right, right, yeah. So uh, or not to, to stay in the water. If you didn't grab the rim, you wouldn't even be able to climb on. You, if you failed that, you would have taken another. But you that's, can the, move, that's the climb check. You can oh, move swim check, a, swim check to grab the rim? Yeah, and then oh. the climb check out, which is the move. So yeah, you, the if you have a successful swim check, you move at half your speed. If you don't have a swim speed. But the swim check specifically says it's a swim check to grab the rim. No, I understand that. What I'm saying is you, in the action economy, you also have the ability to climb out in that same round. Okay. And uh, then do you have a standard action left? I want to move. Get away. I think those are two move actions. I think you're done. Ah, swim check was one move action. Climbing out was the other move action. That's what I think. Well, I'm dead then. Uh, well, he does have someone that just did 100 points of damage. I mean, well, I don't think it matters if you run another 20 feet away. If he wants to kill you, he'll go kill you either way. Well, he, you know? he can't. If he, if he knocks me into that, that's another six. You know, well, you're, no, I mean, your anger you're at, it's, it's tough here. I guess uh, he could f- do a big U-turn are you, on a fly are you, check. Are you out of the... The vat? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I was going to say, okay, you could, better you, idea. You, you could turn into a tardigrade I'm gonna stay in the vat. <laughs> I'm going to... I thought about that. Uh, I'm going to... Instead of climbing up onto the catwalk, I'm going to climb down the side of the vat. Spider climb. Ah! Beautiful. Now we're talking. Ouch. That's it smart. Would, it would burn my hands, but... Yeah. So you have a 20-foot... Uh, so uh, if you want to give me some damage on that. 20-foot climb speed. Yeah. 
How tall are the vats? Uh, the vats are uh, ten feet tall, I believe. Great. So Faraza scrambles up and goes straight down the side of the vat. Straight down, yeah. And now you're just Singing. in like a she, puddle of uh, difficult terrain, the water down there. But yeah. But the vat is between burnt. you and the giant. Right. Smart. Yeah. All right. He can't knock me into it. Yeah. Yes. But now we got Feyraza on the ground, the rest of us on the catwalk. For now. <laughs> well, now. All right. You, uh, Grant, have sufficiently uh, pissed this guy off. So. <laughs> oh, no. Time to pay the piper. He shot his... me four times. <laughs> three times. Three times. With his wand, he casts a quickened spell. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, that's badass. Yeah. And. He vomits a swarm of wasps. Oh, oh no. It goes right on to your spot. Adjacent to him, it then moves right on to Baron's oh. spot. Oh, that's not good. Baron, you get an attack of opportunity against the war, uh, not with wasp. A, war. Not with my ranged weapon. I just wanted to hear you say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it automatically does four points of damage. Now roll a fortitude save. Okay. Give me one moment. It's a total of a 19. 19. All right, you are not poisoned. All right. And then he casts Lightning Bolt. Oh, no. <laughs> right on your ass. Oh, Inside? No. Doesn't, it doesn't come from the clouds, right? It's magic, bro. All right, it's magic. Bro. All right, bro. <laughs> that actually... The bolt li- begins at your fingertips. Yeah, it goes yes, straight out. Call, call Lightning too. is different. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, lightning uh, bolt. That'll hit me, too. Lightning yeah. bolt. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Uh, you get a reflex save for half damage. All right. That's Natural a 20. Okay, fail no, it's just... It's just uh, it's a lightning bolt. It goes, it's a straight line. Yeah, it goes... It'll, if, oh, it if does. And you said he was at the level yeah. of the, the catwalk. That's right. Yeah. I didn't, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I... What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> so I, rolled a, I rolled a 35, Troy. Does I that, didn't say anything. Does that do it? All right, so Pembroke, you failed. I failed. 23 points of uh, damage to Pembroke, Ooh. and uh, Baron takes uh, 11. And then he flies underneath the catwalk, so you guys can't see him to attack. <laughs> However, uh, and Faraz is on the other side of the vat. Wow. So he's underneath the catwalk. This is where we need 3D maps. And it is Lork's turn. We just flew out of uh, range here, or out of sight. So the catwalk um, is solid uh, material, not like catwalks we understand with like grating and like see through. Right, 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 right. So the double door that is straight Wood. across so that uh, that other room that's in here does that have like a like a, a ceiling, or does it go to the ceiling? It's it's floor, yeah. The wall is floor to ceiling. So whatever room is in the there. door is floor to right. ceiling. It's not like a boxed room with an open air above it. No, no, no. okay. Um, ooh, man, that's brutal. Okay, um, you know what? Lork is just going to uh, ready an action. Okay, and he's going to fire his bow if this guy, when he can see the guy, if he makes an appearance. All right, fire his bow under, if uh, he can this. see him. Yep. Okay, uh, Lork readies that action. Pembroke, the seven. All right, and he's going to keep. Sorry, he's going to keep Ben Cat Benatar there because what's you know she's not going to be able to do anything in this situation. So anyway. the cat so, the first thing that happens is you see uh, a whirlwind of snow and ice uh, appear next to the catwalk right where the giant disappeared as Bradley the Brelani Azata appears <laughs> <laughs> and fires a lightning bolt of his own, uh, assuming you could see the giant underneath the catwalk. From is, it a, sure. is it a medium creature? Uh, yes. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, you can make him appear anywhere, so he can definitely appear within uh, range. They are. They have the appearance of elves. They are outsiders, and they can be. They can take wi- this whirlwind forms or humanoid forms. And, so awesome! And he fires a lightning bolt. Uh, it is a DC uh, DC fourteen fifteen reflex save for half. All right, so half damage. Okay, but it does hit. Obviously, the spell. Uh, t- t- ten total points of damage with after the fa- after the uh, made save. All after right. the having, yeah. After the having, yeah. as it were. All right, so this guy comes and, in, and then Pemps, and then Pembroke, Bradley. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pembroke walks down the uh, the catwalk. No, the other way, so we can see this guy underneath it. Okay, so you walk towards um, the door to this small room. Yeah. Um, Where his buddies are. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he fires off a magic missile. Ah, okay. Uh, this is five. Ooh, ten. Eighteen points of damage. Okay. Okay. Round three. It's going to feel like a long three rounds. Yeah. Uh, Baron, you have a wasp swarm up in your business. Question for you. Uh, what is the alignment of said wasp swarm? Uh, you would assume it is neutral. Neutral, not evil. Okay, then they would. All right, you you, you saved yourself this time, the valley. Yeah, you uh, know, protection of evil protects you from summoned evil creatures, creatures. Yes. not vomited creatures. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they could be vomited evil creatures. Um, so, uh, can Baron still move normally with these guys on my square? Or do they impede my movement? Uh, they don't impede your movement. I'm just trying to think if they take it. If swarms can take AOs. Well. So you're a swarm. I feel like we've looked this up on the podcast before, but I can't remember. It's been a while since we had a swarm. Uh, that was a that was a Gormley special. Swarms do not threaten creatures and do not make uh, attacks of opportunities with their swarm attack. However, they d- distract foes. Okay, yeah, I think you can just get out of it. So Baron is going to uh, spend a move action to leap off the catwalk. 10 feet out as a daring action oh. if you will, you will deem it as so. Okay. Nice. To uh, 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 place himself kind of outside of the reach of the giant that's underneath the catwalk. Without a running start, that's going to be tough. The best you can do is just jump straight over. All right, I'll jump straight over. Okay. Do I need to roll anything? Um, well, you're t- 20 feet up, so you've got to, you're going to roll acrobatics to see if you uh, soften the blow. Oh, I absolutely do with the 26. All right, so you ignore the first D6 and just take uh, four points of damage. Do you deem that a daring action? I think that was pretty daring. All right, yeah. so I'm going to spend a... Well, gr- you're also prone, technically. Okay. I'm prone. He made the acrobatics. If I made the acrobatics, I'm prone? Yeah, if you take damage, you're prone. Really? Yeah. 100% sure. Pretty sure, because I, I just looked it How up much a few episodes was it? ago. Four. I looked it up a few episodes ago for uh, when Lork jumped off that tower... Um. Yeah, pretty sure. This would be right in the <coughs> acrobatics skill. When you deliberately fall, even as a result of a jump, miss jump, a DC 15 acrobatics check allows you to ignore the first 10 feet fallen, although you still end up prone if you take damage from the fall. Mm. Ah, all right, so you are prone, good sir. Uh, still daring, though. You get your grip point. All right, so... You can also shoot from prone. Yeah, I it doesn't really matter. Prone. From you. It will reduce my uh, AC against melee attacks, though, correct? Uh, yeah. And yeah. you are right up in his business, so you'll still provoke again. 
Uh, so I, I could stand. I'm going to take the damage. I'm going to hope that some other people get some cojones as well. <laughs> and before he shoots... And cast more self-buffing buffing spells? Yes. <laughs> before he shoots, uh, Baron is going to borrow a turn of phrase from a man named Charlie Marshall from Canaan, New Hampshire, who I met at Gen Con, who has put together a list of one-liners for Baron. <laughs> and he's going to turn towards the giant and say... Time to pay the ferryman, you wretched son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Let me give you the attack of opportunity first. Oh, and go ahead. Uh, That's going to hit. Okay. So you take take some damage there, Baron. Don't get too excited. Maybe this will kill you. Uh, Oh, all right. Uh, Another 22 points of damage. Uh, so Baron's going to not only spend... uh, So I'm going to describe my action now that you've taken your, your attack of opportunity. Please. Baron is going to spend a grit point uh, to get up close and deadly mm-hmm. on his first attack. Okay. The reason he's getting two attacks is because he's firing both of the barrels of his double oh. barrel pistol. Oh, okay. Wow. At a negative four to each shot. All right. All right. Shot one, up close and deadly. That is a misfire. Oh. No! I knew it! I can feel it coming! I can feel it coming! I can feel it coming! Oh. coming. coming. In the air Oh, no. You will still take half of the up close and deadly damage from a miss shot. Little graze action? Soaks. Ooh. Shoo, you take five points of graze damage. Okay. So he's clearly, his shot is affected. He, he, he fell off this catwalk. He and went prone and screwed up his gun. He's a little uh, Danny Glover too old for this shit. <laughs> and uh, that's what happens. Uh, all right. Um, Feyraza. Peraza is going to spin up and wild shape into a dire bear. Oh, nice. Oh, and she is going to get up right next to this guy. All right. Now, just look where you are here. I don't know how you're going to get over there. The vat is... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That's, I'm on the ground. I'm thinking that catwalk is a wall. Yeah, you can get right up in his business. Dire bear walks Whoa! over. That's, uh, that's my turn. That's your turn. Okay. Standard action wild shape. Do you stay within 15 feet away, or do you walk right up and... No, I get right oh, up. Oh, yeah, because he ground. already attacked, and you know he doesn't have combat reflexes. That's actually not my reasoning, but I'm, great that I, I'm glad that I know that now. Right. Well... <laughs> uh, all right. It is his turn. You guys have done a really good job uh, of cornering him here. Um, I'll tell you, I'm in a bit of a pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And note that I'm also large. He full withdraws out of the barn. Oh, we got to stop him. While flying, he flies out the door. He came in. So I would get an attack of opportunity because... On He's, a full withdraw? Well, if he moves through th- more than one threatened square. So the door is over here, right? Right. So how's he and going? Baron, Baron is on one side of him. You're on this side of him. Uh, and I get a shot. And the elemental. You get a shot or, if you see him. Yeah. And whatever... Um, right, right. I think side. the only one that's going to get an attack of opportunity is the elemental. So he's going the long way to avoid... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the elemental gets a shot and Lork gets a shot. But I don't understand. If you want to, if take he it. moves away from a creature with ten feet of reach, he provokes an attack of opportunity. You're moving no out way of two for him squares. not to. Oh, I see. So it's a lot easier for him to just move away and take the attack of opportunity from the bear, and then you get a shot. Yeah, I would get a shot just as he's leaving. I guess. What I'll was your um, delayed action again? The ready to action. I was going to shoot him if when I saw him. Okay. This is what I'm wondering if you will see him, because if he if he withdraws past the vats, well, you've got a pretty good. I saw the open door. If he goes to the door, right. I can okay. see him. All right, so first re- resolution, Feyraza, take your AOL. 
I just looked it up, and it looks like you can't get you can't get a, a free grab attack on an attack of opportunity. Uh, but let's see what happens here. Let's see what happens. Come on, baby. Uh, that's a thirty to hit. Oh, all right. Nice. Chip okay. away. That'll buddy. hit. Chip that'll hit. Uh, this is um, I mean, this is with a, a bite. Okay. Since I can't <laughs> grab you. Max Ooh. damage, 15 points of damage. Holy nice, shit. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, I really want this guy to escape, but if you hit him, Lork, you're going to kill him. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe, if it made it, maybe a natural 20 would uh, definitely kill him. But Man, I really want this guy to escape. He is right at the door. You get one attack, Joe? One shot. You get one, one shot. You get one shot. Joe. Ooh, you oh, want to throw it in? Bottle cap. It's, I got a plus 18 to hit. It's a good chance, man. You're going to hit. No, no, no. I but mean, like, it's a good spending of the bottle cap. Yeah, because Ow. you don't want well, it to be fumbled. After I told you that it's what I want hit, that's a little egregious use of the bottle cap. Are you I kidding? I would absolutely assume that, like, I need to try to kill this guy no matter what. Fair enough. Uh, even rolling two just to try to get a natural 20, even if I thought he had more yeah, hit points yeah. to triple the damage. All right. Either way, this you is our last chance it's to get up to you. I got two. Time to spend him. All right. Yeah, all right. Zero is in. He's got 110 feet oh, in God. his first range increment, so he should be able to make it. Bring him oh, down. Bring God. him down. Bring him down. <laughs> Come on, baby. Uh, Natty 16. That'll do it. And he does 20 points of damage. <gasps> and you kill him. Yeah! Right at the door. Yeah! <laughs> all right. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Oh. Amazing. Oh, that oh, is nice. so awesome. Oh, awesome. Right at the door. <laughs> awesome. Somebody close that door. Karaza is going to go down on all fours as a bear. Are we, out, are vroom, we out of combat? Vroom, vroom. But yes, you are out of combat. She's going to run over and then just slam the door closed. Slam the door closed. <laughs> Roll a perception check. Uh, 25. 25. <laughs> you see closest to you, the vat closest to you right when you walked in the room, a small fox cowering out of oh. fear. Oh. A fox? Um, wow. Cowering, like shaking, looking at you and looking at the dead body. Oh, no. What Can does I- the fox say? <laughs> does the fox say? Can I use wild empathy to improve its attitude towards me? You can try. All right. Uh, so this is a diplomacy check. It functions like a diplomacy check. I add my druid level and my charisma modifier. Okay. So. And do you know the DCs in generally for wild empathy? It's the same as a it's diplomacy. The same as it's a diplomacy. Indi- yeah, it has a, okay. a typical domestic animal has a starting attitude of indifferent, while wild animals are usually unfriendly. Uh, that is a 22. It that doesn't look afraid anymore, but it's still giving you an eye, and it kind of walks over very slowly past you and smells the dead frost giant. And just lays down next to its head. Aww. Oh, it was his animal companion. Oh, he, no. he kept him company here in the in the in, as he was brewing. Oh no, it's a hard oh. word to say. Brewing, brewing, brewing. brewing. That's not brewing. what's important here, Matthew. <laughs> um, <laughs> I imagine how that play, that plays out completely silently, and it's just the two animals just kind of like like sniffing each other right. and like. Do um, you uh, do you share this fox news with us? 
Yes, I. I, I am uh, an elderly man. I'm very interested in Fox News. An elderly white man. Yeah, I'm elderly white man. I'm very interested in any and all Fox News. <laughs> uh, Ferraza does call over to the others and let them know. Uh, can I do? A, can Lork? I do some sort of knowledge nature to make sure it's a like a just a fox and there's not something else weird going on? Yeah. Twenty-three. Yeah, it's just a fox just that a had fox. some sort of. Um, Magical connection to this. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. What does the fox say? <laughs> Grant already asked me. Oh, damn. <laughs> I was too busy looking at wild empathy. Well, Pembroke is a oh, you poor thing. Uh, um, yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Is the uh, Pembroke is like very cautiously approaching it to see if it's injured or anything? Doesn't appear to be injured. It just uh, malnourished. To be, um, is it in good shape? Yeah, it's in very good shape. It looks healthy. This, even though this guy tried to kill you, he took very good care. Of his uh, pet. Well, now I feel bad. Let's resurrect him. <laughs> it's can, can, Lork, on him. <laughs> can Lork do the same thing? Can he try to improve its attitude? Again, he has wild empathy. Yeah, I mean, as um, a ranger. Feyraz has taken it one step if you want to try and take it further. So we could try to take it. Spend another step. bottle cap. <laughs> oh, just uh, 15. 15. No, I mean, it's, it's really no, it has no change. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not, got it. it's not if it was, angry. If it was indifferent, then 15 should be enough. To, unless it has a charisma bonus, it should be enough to get a, a well, one more fox. step. It probably has a little charisma, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's 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 not hostile. It's just uh, it's not going to be friendly. It's now. not it's not okay. quite friendly, and that's really just because it's it's morning. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's seconds ago we killed its master. Right, right. Yeah. And it had like a a legitimate arcane connection right. yeah. to this creature. Question for you: Yes, how would it feel if we looted the body? You could try. I mean, you I, with your wild empathy. It, probably going to be fine but you might want to like not be a bear be discreet walk. <laughs> be discreet when stripping it of its clothes and armor <laughs> um well i made this i did i make this joke on air or did i did did i do it off air that i was saying like we should just dispose of the body in the vats yeah but i mean how do we lift the body well we're gonna have to dismember it oh god oh my we, god we have to get it into four vats It'll take yeah. time, but it'll take time. But I think it's um, here. I thought the druid was going to do something real cool and befriend this fox and oh, take him under his wing. <laughs> and totally then gonna he's going to dismember bodies yeah. instead. Somebody take the fox in the other room. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the fox in the other room. Okay, but we didn't guys. check that room upstairs. We got to yeah. see what's yeah, going yeah. on up there so, too. So let's check the body of the guy first yeah. to make sure there's no right, respectfully. I assume that one of you takes the fox away, so it's not. Yeah, you know, Faraza will will turn back into. Uh, Asmar form and take the fox up uh, up onto the catwalk far away. Okay. And we'll is soothing it. Soothing it. Feeding it little scraps of his master's. master's. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Uh, well, meanwhile, you guys uh, search the body. You find uh, a uh, magical rod. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, magic rod. Three magical potions. A scroll. And you also find a masterwork spear. A magical amulet, mm. a magical headband, oh. wow. and a set of keys. Oh, beautiful. Wow. There we go. Those keys, yes. we can make this our base like of operations. Yeah, lock the door. Yeah. 
He said he locks it so no giants get in here. So yeah, they, so they, they don't. They know they're not supposed warm, to come in it's here. It's warm in here from all the from all the vats. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just have to worry about altitude. We have all the beer we want. We've got plenty of beer. <laughs> we don't have the, beer that makes you sick if you drink a thimbleful of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We just have to build up our tolerance. Right. <laughs> Sounds like Natty Light, especially at this altitude. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, you want to roll some spellcraft? Uh, yes, I would like to do a start off spellcraft on the headbands. Natty 20. Uh, that is a 38. All right. I will tell you uh, it is a headband of vast intelligence plus two. Okay. Ooh. Nice. And just rolling that over, over it's uh, an amulet of natural armor plus one. Don't cool. know if that'll really uh, do anything for you guys. Always. Get sure. your wieners hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, amulet of what? Uh, Perhaps I misunderstood I, the I amulet. Know. You said you rolled a natural 20? <laughs> yes. All right, so I'll just tell you everything. Uh, it is uh, a potion of cure moderate, two potions of cure moderate, nice. one potion of cure serious, a scroll of clairaudience, clairvoyance. Nice. Okay. Okay. And. Uh, this is going to be something great, especially for Pembroke. It's going to make you very dangerous. It's a lesser quick, quicken metamagic oh, rod. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. That's That's why dope. he was able to cast those two spells in one round. That's uh, cool. pretty, pretty sweet. That's really cool. Now, when you use a quickened metamagic rod, the spell that you cast does not take up a higher slot. It just uses the slot, its normal slot. Uh, no, I think I think it does. It might be it two takes up the higher slot, but it allows you. Oh, that's right, because the rod doesn't have charges, right? Right, right. Wow, focus, that is very focus. Cool. You say John. audience clairvoyance? Yeah, clairvoyance, clairaudience. Clairaudience, clairvoyance. Would you like to explain us the effects of the spell, Matthew? Clairaudience, clairvoyance creates an invisible magical sensor at a specific location that enables you to hear or see, almost as if you were there. You don't need line of sight. Or line of effect, but the locale must be known. A place familiar to you or an obvious one. This is amazing. Did you yeah. see? Oh, it's a great spot. Did you see inside of the temple? I did. <laughs> I did. It's a wizard spell, so so Pembroke can just cast it. <laughs> you, uh, the metamagic rods hold the essence of a metamagic feat, allowing the user to apply metamagic effects to spells, but not spell-like abilities, as they are cast. This does not change the spell slot of the altered spell. Oh wow. wow. Oh my oh, god. Right. That's crazy. Right. The rods don't do rods that. don't do that. And you can use it three times per day. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, that's, that's how it's limited. Three three times yeah, per day. Yeah, a caster may only use one mad magic so, rod on any given spell, but it is permissible to combine a rod with metamagic feasts feats possessed by the rod's wielder. In this case, only the feats adjust the spell slot of the spell being cast. The other limitation is that a quicken metamagic rod is obscenely expensive, I believe. I think it's around thirty five thousand gold. For a lesser, yeah. For a lesser. <sighs> Why is it lesser? How many times per day? Or I think it has to do with the times per day. Wow, that's incredible. That's, that's great. Yeah. It weighs 10 pounds. Um, but yeah, they're, oh. They're oh, so that's, that will actually, because I have a strength of seven, so that will probably, that would encumber probably you. encumber me. But. And lesser metamagic rods can be used with spells of third level or lower. Okay, all right. Got so it, it has to do that's with the still, number of times per day and the spell level. A I greater could shoot off like, like six level, six times per day or something. I could do two like magic missiles or lightning bolts like in quick yeah. succession, whatever. Oh, yeah, like how many ma- uh, missiles do you get off in one thing? Five. So with quick and you can do ten, ten. magic missiles. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. That's um, huge. They all hit? 
Yeah. <laughs> they all hit. Uh, while this is happening, uh, Bradley the Azada flies over to Pembroke and casts uh, Cure Serious Wounds twice on him as its powers dictate. Does he have another one of those? Uh, he has two total. Um, Use him. I'm- Who casts Cure Serious? Your, your uh, Summon Creature. Bradley? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brad. Uh, nice. How many good berries can you five. Oh, good berries. I forgot all about the good berries. Faraz is going to eat. Uh, okay, so that he will. So it will also cast it on Faraza. So that's another. That's nineteen points of healing. Awesome. Two. And Faraz will down eight good berries. As and well. then he vanishes in a puff of white snow. <laughs> <laughs> How much uh, do you get back from eight good berries? Eight. 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 All right. I'm going to do that as well. That's the gonna, maximum you can eat. I'm going to cast all my healing on myself because I'm also very down. Okay. Uh, all right. What do you guys want to do? Want to take a look at this room upstairs? Yeah. Just clear out this hum- uh, place before we Secure make decisions. Lock the door. Yeah. Yes. First, we use the key to lock the door. Okay. Yep. The key fits right in uh, to that door that you guys came in. So you just lock the door from the inside. Um, we'll leave the body there for the moment and go upstairs <laughs> and go in that upper room. Okay. Uh, the upper room is also locked. Keys. Try the keys. Sure enough. Opens up. Yeah. Uh, these appear to be personal quarters, most likely his personal quarters. Um, you see a door leading out to the staircase, most likely. Mm-hmm. There's a giant-sized bed, two tables covered with the uh, alchemical and witch paraphernalia. Oh, and wow. a number of shelves for personal possessions, including a sizable collection of herbs, mushroom mushrooms alchemical regions and spell components there is also a magical cauldron sitting on one of the tables oh cool along with the components of a complete alchemist lab wow i am gonna do a spellcraft check on that thing uh that is a 26 oh baby oh boy oh boy 26 it is a cauldron of brewing. Cauldron of brewing looks like a free, fine cooking pot with four stout legs. It's capable of heating any liquid placed in it to, pre- to a precise temperature, anywhere just above room temperature to hot enough to boil salt water, and maintaining it indefinitely while still remaining only slightly warm to the touch on the outside. A cauldron of brewing provides a plus five competence bonus on craft alchemy checks. It's a sous vide little thing. We should like get uh, steaks and vacuum packs and put them in there and leave them. We got some fondue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, For anyone tracking their spell components, you just uh, Pembroke. If I don't know if you're you're doing this or not, but you see there's stuff here that you could replenish any components you need for your spells. Okay. What about alchemical components to make poison? Yeah. There are plenty of alchemical components to. To create the poison that you would need to poison a vat. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And we get that plus But how five do they bonus? get the beer out of here? Does he always bring it? That's the problem. Like, yeah. It's going to be complicated. Um, got to find a way to get this finished It's very beer. simple. We, leave the, we dispose of the body and leave the door open and wait for the giants to raid it. That, you're right. That is very They're simple. All, he said, I was trying to come in here and yeah. steal the beer. So let him They might not it. be smart enough to be like, something suspicious. Uh... We're not going to take this beer right now. We're going to investigate. Like, no. I'm going to go try beer. To, I'm going to find that fox. 
<laughs> we should like in giant scrawl just make a sign that says free beer and hang it outside. <laughs> well, we could also continue to do your thread, Joe, which is to put up the uh, the religious dogma of the death cult inside of here to make them appear. And maybe they don't understand their religion so much, so maybe they think part of the religion of death is not being into alcohol or something, and they're like, yeah, it'll be great. The problem you'll run into with the poisoning is obviously it's only going to affect the few scumbag giants that should come in and try and steal the beer. Right. But if you were able to sneak we, in here while he was still alive and do it, then he would distribute it right. as such. But we could, if we do Grant's plan to make it look like it was poisoned by that same death cult. Possibly. possibly. I mean, he was a frost, this guy's a frost giant, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was. We make it look like the one of the hill giant clans. Right? I mean, whoever the whatever the clan is, uh, like that kind of offense against a frost giant would be. Um, yeah. What if we just left his body out? Yeah. Put the symbol down next to him, and they stole a bunch of beer and and killed the guy. Yeah. Or, or we don't make it like a, the, the um, uh, what they call it, the orgy of evidence. We like have like a very subtle thing where it's like a. One of their patches or something with the yeah. symbols just like off in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Like as if it was accidentally left. Yeah. And if they do a murder investigation, it leads to them. And they'll yeah. replace the brewmaster. We'll have poison the beer and then yes. win, win, yes. win. I this like is it. interesting. Yes. Yes. Troy, do you feel like doing all this work? I, you, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> um, also, I'd like to check underneath that giant's bed for any monsters. Is there anything under there? <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh no. Um, yeah, no, no monsters. Yeah, I mean, I for tomorrow. If we keep this fox with us tomorrow, we can speak with him and see what his master's process for distributing the beer was because. If it wasn't like a, if it wasn't hand, if it wasn't like he had hand delivered to people, or if it just got dropped off at the mess hall, how does that work for you with the speak? I believe it's a spell. It's you a just spell. Have, you speak just have to prepare, I have to prepare spell. it. Okay, but yeah, you can you can definitely pr- uh, create massive amounts of poison uh, to be used any way you want to use. You just got to roll craft alchemy. But if you use the cauldron brewing, it's going to give you a plus five on top of whatever you're, what you already have. Oh right? well, then we should also make the poison and have Pembroke go invisible. Or have Lork go invisible and stealth and go into the, mess the vats mess of the mess hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 just drop it in yeah, there totally, invisibly. Yeah. Poison everything. Poison yep. all the things. Poison all poison the all things. things. Yeah. I like that idea. Yeah, that's a cool idea. We are accelerating the rate at which they will eat the humans, but still, I, I agree with this plan. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we're two, that, that might be two steps closer to total disarray. Yeah. We're, we're, we're making things happen here. I mean, yeah, the other major awesome. f- possible food source, though, it seems like they're using these for their guard patrols, are the mammoths. Are they eating them? I mean, wouldn't you if you well, ran they, out of all your other food? Well, they probably probably produce milk, too, right? I would think. Yeah. So, But if they ran out of... I also assumed they were all, beasts of war. What yeah. if the cabbage that was... Remember earlier we were talking about how they had cabbage growing in those fields. What if that's to feed the mammoths? I just had that yeah. idea. Yeah, maybe. And the humans. The livestock. And the humans. And the, yeah. from their the, the slaves. Yeah. yeah. The livestock. Yeah, so we don't want to poison the cabbage right. just in case that's what they're feeding the humans. Right. Let's do the... Why don't we just poison the food in the mess hall tonight? <laughs> All right. And the beer. And the beer. Poison everything. And the beer. I don't think the beer will have such an immediate effect. Because, yeah, I think we should take a day and then talk to the fox, like you said, and f- learn the process. Uh, maybe we can figure out how to distribute some beer sneakily or something. Yeah, I think eventually they might bottle a bunch of it and not taste it. We'll see. Troy would probably do that. But. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, without him to distribute it, it's not going to do what you want it to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think they're going to drink the beer. You'll, you'll kill, maybe kill a couple of people that come in and try and steal it. But you need you needed him to do that. So that puts you in, in an odd situation. You have a little bit of a safe house, but you're not doing anything to disrupt their day-to-day activity with the brewery. Well, because here's the, but here's the, the thing. Frosting. Baron is a brewer. Why doesn't he brew the ales? It might take a couple of days, but brew the ales, and then we just put them in the mess hall, like sneakily. You know, like, sure, sure. But we're talking hundreds and hundreds of giants. Yeah, You're going to yeah. bring all these barrels over. Yeah, you know, you needed you needed him you. in order for this plan to work. I got you. Yeah. Should we though at least destroy all of the alcohol in here before we leave, so that they don't have any type of recreational fun with it, and maybe that'll hurt their morale too. It would probably hurt. Well, yeah, the getting rid of all the beer would definitely hurt. We are morale. poisoning this beer, whether like if it, yeah, actually, regardless. yeah, we should just poison it because that's that's even worse. Because they, if they do drink it, they're poisoned. All right, let's do it. So, can yeah, we you figure? Them? Is it like Sorry. probably served as an incentive for obedience, a reward for hard work, and also yeah. as like a digestive supplement? Yeah, um, this was something you had to earn. This kept people in line. If they had their uh, so that this will be so great. If they don't so have this. The hardest working giants with maybe Crohn's disease would all fall <laughs> ill because of the poison beer. Um, all right, so you guys want to just start poisoning the vats and poisoning the beer? Yeah. All right. Uh, roll an alchemy check. Oh, plus five. Plus five. All right. And then we're going to make doses for the for the vats in the mess hall. Yes. Okay. And Pembroke has the best craft alchemy. Not. Yes, he does. Uh, I do. Uh, that is 31. 31. And assuming you can just take 20. Oh, no, 36. 36. You can take yeah. 20 to make as much of this as you want Yeah. Uh, with the call. We have all day and night. No we could probably yeah. sleep here tonight. I, say, I bet we sleep here. Yeah. Up in the office. All right. I said, we sleep here tonight. You know, check it out. Try it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. And do you... You go around poisoning all the individual barrels around the room as well? Yes. Yeah, the distilled liquor and the... Yeah, yeah. everything. Okay. Everything. Um, the, well, the, the Actually, Lork just takes a little of the distilled liquor before <laughs> Actually, yeah, Baron it. would probably... Yeah, I'd, I'd pull out my water skin and really fill it up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the still itself, you don't feel entirely comfortable around when you get near it. I mean, you can sense that it's like a very volatile... Uh, thing so you don't want to get too close to oh, it. it could explode it could yeah. explode at any wow minute. yeah um so uh but yeah if you want to take some of the liquor there's this there's, there's a few things near it there are also two barrels uh not too far away from the still that say in giant save for the king and queen <gasps> oh wow we leave everything else the same and just poison just poison that, that? no poison everything and then drop off the king and queen barrels. Deliver them. Oh. <laughs> no, but then they... Candy Graham. If you don't poison... Here's the thing. If you don't poison everything and you only poison that and it works, then it seems like an assassination attempt right. by giants. Right. Oh. The giants wouldn't poison all their own supply. Yeah. Uh, also, one of the uh, spigots is running from the vats. Is that what... Yeah, so why we, we shut that off. Shut that yeah, off. Shut yeah. that off. Oh, man, there's so many choices. I know, I know. I think it is more likely that we'll kill giants if we po- poison literally everything. And I don't, you know, if, without him to deliver it to the king and queen, how are they going to get to it? Look, no. here's the thing. I, the objective is not to kill giants. That We're never going to kill all the giants. The objective is to make them so miserable that they leave and break up and, and cause 
you know, hatred in between each other. I mean, if we can pull off the idea that somebody poisoned, some giant poisoned the king and or queen, that's going to cause, and with uh, being leaderless, I mean. But that's going to involve one of them, a a giant trying to drink it before the king and queen or the king and queen drinking it, rolling a craft alchemy check to realize it was poisoned. There's just too many levels. Mm -hmm. I just think the best thing, the safest thing to do uh, is just poison it all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Ruin it. Yeah, they just end I'm up, on record. I think I, I think that they end up being royal tasters in like a very literal sense. They come in, they realize everything is bad there, and then it never gets to the king and queen. But that's fine if we want yeah, to Yeah, either way, it's ruined. But the supply is And good they off. may try to drink it and get sick. If they don't, either way, like there's no beer. There's and no they beer. had breweries killed. So you, right. you're not going to kill a lot of giants with this probably. You know, it's not going to get out enough. But... You know, you've you've stopped their brewery supply. Yeah, main right. thing is ruining, cutting off their supply beer. Yes, right, which was yeah. you know makes important. them miserable. Yeah. Um, Sorry, Rex Banner. <laughs> uh, all right, so you spend the rest of the night, you know, crafting poison and poisoning uh, all of the vats and all of the barrels, replacing them, uh, so that if any giant were to come in and try and steal some beer, they're going to get poisoned beer. Right. And then, what do you want to do? Spend the night, or are we doing the poison? tonight well if we have time i would like to poison the the food in the mess hall the mess hall and how are you going to get over there uh teleport invisible bing bang boom teleport invisible bing, well bang, boom. all right i only have the one teleportation i do have a couple of uh dimension doors so i could teleport over and then like uh i could dimension door slash dimension step us i think like Oh, like 3,000 feet or something. So that might be able to get us all the way back. Can you cast invisibility still? Uh, I can do greater invisibility. If he hops on a broom, the broom's going to be invisible too. But that won't last long enough. The greater invisibility is only nine rounds. Nine rounds. Like Uh, I could get us over there and cast invisibility on now. There's (laughs) not a huge rush. We can do it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. We can do it tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. And have we explored every nook and cranny of this brewery, this fine place? Are there other rooms which we should examine before we put our head down? There's only two rooms. Just those two rooms that you can see. Got it. Uh, So, yeah, I I say we rest here tonight. Obviously, we keep a watch going just in case we hear any any of the doors or anything like that. And then what's your plan for tomorrow? Dispose of the body. Or or what, are we going to leave the body out? What was our final decision on that? Oh, man. It's tough. Actually, we could leave the body out, stay here tonight, leave in the morning, or, or sneak out at night, go back to camp. Obviously, I'd like to spend the night in the warmth, but I kind of like the idea of, of having the dead body and, and leaving some sort of evidence that points to the Urgothoa guys. You know, because I think it wouldn't it wouldn't be a stretch for non Urgothoa giants to believe that these guys came in, demanded some beer from him. He resisted, and they killed him. Yeah, though I guess he does have gunshot wounds. He has gunshot wounds. He's got lightning scorches on him. <laughs> All right, we cut up the body and yeah. <laughs> put it in the vats. <laughs> yeah, because um, you get the sense that the frost giants are pretty sharp. They they would they would pick up on it. If it was a bunch yeah, of hill yeah. giants. You're also making a big it. assumption that the Urgothoa clan. It would be a menace to everyone, right? You know right. I mean? Yeah. I feel like it would be more accurate. Well, that only the hill because only because we've already left evidence that they're trying to like cause trouble. Cause trouble, right? right yeah. Now. But this is a big step. Murder. Yeah. It's a bit of the brewer. Yeah. Murder most foul. So you chop this dude up and throw him in the boiling beer. <laughs> yep. Yes. The permanently heated vats. <laughs> it's uh, gonna smell terrible in here. Ugh. And now you guys are on a day night schedule now, as opposed to night day. So do you stay here? 
through the night and go uh, planning to go out the next day? Is that the plan? That's the plan, I think, yeah. And during the day, what are you going to do? <sighs> going to make your way through two giant camps to get to the mess hall? But you can go invisible. You can teleport. You can do stuff like that. Right. Uh, we also have the, the big longhouse that's looming kind of just above us, just north of us on the top of that ridge. Yeah, could be another mess hall. Which I would like to investigate as well because that is a walk from our camp up in the trees. Yep. We can walk to that. There's no flying needed, no climbing. A little recon. Yeah, so finding out what that longhouse is might be a good thing for tomorrow. Yeah. You ready for some insect spies, Troy? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, we got rid of them. Uh, all right. So it is the next day. And you guys wake up. Got to prepare some spells. Stinky in here. Um, and that poor little fox is just like oh. clawing at the door. It wants to get out. Oh, my God. Can this, I do another wild empathy today? This fox. What are the rules on this? Tomorrow morning, yeah. I think you can. Yeah. Uh, go for it. 18. 18. Yeah, it's friendly. It's friendly enough. Um, and I prepare to speak with Animal uh, once I make sure that I can. Okay. So we can talk to it. All right. Um, do you want to talk to it? Of course I do. How long? Does that work indefinitely? Or It works. <laughs> <laughs> it goes for nine minutes. Nine minutes. All right. <laughs> so finally you can tell us what does the fox say. What does the fox say? Hello. What is your name? My name is Faraza Al-Sed. How are you today? I'm sorry about your master. I was going to say I've had better days. You know, there are plenty of friends among the forests. You could join them once more. Yes. We are also your friends. I see. I do not know how to live without him. He... Raised me from a young cub. Pup? Pup. Baby? Pub. I think it's a fox. He raised me from a young fox. (laughs) And now I feel lost. I do not know. What were some of the things the two of you did together? We would play fetch. (laughs) Did you help him in his brewing endeavors? I'm just a fox. Don't be ridiculous. (laughs) <laughs> How incredulous this fox is <laughs> You must have gone through periods of loneliness before Surely your master had to distribute his wares Yes, but he would never be gone long He would bring beer to the parties Parties in the longhouse Parties in the camps I do not know who will bring the beer now, though I did see you all dropping things into it. Who am I to judge? <laughs> My life has no meaning anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. It's an nihilistic fox. My friend, do not speak so. This too shall pass. Now, tell us more about the longhouse parties. Who, how did, did people come to the brew house to ask for some beer? No, my master, Rokinor. He had orders from the Herseer, orders from Skirkatla. He would just make beer and distribute it per the Herseer's orders. Who is this Herseer you speak of? I believe his name is Greganor. Hmm. And what does he do? 
It is my understanding that he runs everything in Skirskatla's stead while she remains within the mountain. Most intriguing. Uh, what were some of the other questions? What's the fox's name? Oh, my friend, forgive me for being so rude. What is your name? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I told you. My name is Murple. <laughs> and believe it or not, that's what it says in the book. <laughs> Murple? Murple. Murple. Wow. M-I-R-P-L-E. Murple. 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 Maybe it's Mirpel. No, I prefer Murple. <laughs> My father's name was Murple. <laughs> His father's name was Murple. Murple, son of Murple. Murple, son of Murple, son of Murple. Um... What can you tell us about what goes on in the longhouse above? I do not know. I've never been permitted inside. That's too bad. I only know that we deliver beer there sometimes. I used to go on long walks with Rokinor. What? Where did you go? Oh, all over the camp. What did you see? I would see many giants, many creatures much larger than me. Some would try to eat me, but Rokinor would always protect me. He was a good man, and you murdered him. To be fair, it was not me. He threw me in a, ba- in a vat of your beer. Yes, but it is my understanding that you broke in to his place of work, attempted to destroy and steal things, and he came in to protect it. You killed him. Call it what it is. This is, uh, this is taking a turn. Anyway, um... <laughs> That's everything, right? I don't know how much more yeah, information. Do we have any more questions? The information from Fox is always highly suspect. So we did understand, though, from the Fox that the longhouse where they would celebrate was the longhouse above and not the longhouse, uh, the other longhouses we've seen, right? You it's would the think one so, closest. the one that yeah. he's referring to. My friend, you have barrels over there for the king and the queen. Who is the king? The king and the queen? Oh, you do not know? Well, they are the king and the queen down south. Oh. oh. We'll see you next week. Oh, what? Oh, no. Wow. Hold every ball game. <laughs> Hold every ball game. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. 
Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.